Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz on the Improviser's Guide Network. Now is the time. Forever? Hashtag always MGM. Old, old, old. The secret staircase. We always do that. You are approaching the unloading area. Behold the majesty of the Sistine Seal. For the kids. A salute to all theme parks, but mostly Walt Disney. Ha! What a cute ending. Aloha and welcome aboard. This is Theme Park Thursday with Delos Diz here in 2019. That's Jen. Hello. And I'm Frank. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. We did all the holiday things. Yes. These past couple of weeks, we took a week off. It was traumatizing. Yes, and and I don't even understand what this week was. I don't, I don't know what day it is. I don't know what's happening. It's gone by very, very quickly. Yes. But for the, we'll do a little bit of catch up here. We did watch Home Alone. On oh, I thought you were going to say Hallmark State. movies, right? Well, we, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Which are over now, everyone. I'll see you next Thanksgiving. <laughs> we did Home Alone on Christmas Day. Yes. That's, that happened. Yep. Do you remember seeing Home Alone uh, in, in the movie theater, February 1991? No. No. Do you? <laughs> well, I just, I just named the month. So, yes. Well, I didn't know if that's because you IMDb'd it or because oh. we were there. What? <laughs> no, because I think it came up of how the Home Alone tradition started on Christmas Day, which I still right. don't know the origin. But when I thought about it later, I was like, well, we all did go see it in the movie theater as a family. The four uh-huh. of us. I don't remember that at, at all. At, at the Franklin, <laughs> at the Franklin Quad. Nice. As Good it one. was back then, Franklin Square. Yeah. On Long Island, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, because it was like after all the crazy, like it, you know, that was like kind of like a fast rising phenomenon to go see Home Alone through the holidays right. in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Well, and you said February we went to see it. Yeah. Well, well after. What movies lasted in the movie theater that long? I couldn't even get a movie theater for The Grinch three days before Christmas. <laughs> it's like, nope, took that out already. That's right. Back in the day, movies <laughs> often would be out for three months at a time. Ah, before they went to Blockbuster. <laughs> That's true. It's very true. So yeah, we saw it in the movie theater. And I was like, oh, we saw it in the movie theater together. But that wasn't yeah. the art. That, the whole Christmas Day thing didn't happen until the 2000s. Yeah. At the very least. Interesting. Uh, and then, uh, Jen, you were engaging in a lot of uh, fried bologna talk on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I realized when we had talked about it last, no one commented on it. So there's a good chance, one, no one heard that podcast. Or two, no one understood what we were talking about, so they didn't comment. But So I figured I would start the discussion. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who also listen to hashtag everything is wrestling Wednesday separately, uh, at its own podcast here on the Improvisers Guide Network. Cheap plugs. Uh, uh-huh. I talked about how, you know, in wrestling often, you know, in television, uh, November is like a peak period for television. And then there's a dip because everyone's got holiday stuff going on. And I would say that was also the case for our podcasts in sure. December. There's sure. a, bit of a bit of a dip. Yeah. So, 
So I, uh, I mean, I find myself still catching up. I like just today started catching up a little bit to ones I had missed in the last week. Also, I also did the same today, mm-hmm. and uh, that uh, the fried bologna, peanut butter, and lettuce sandwich on yes. white toast, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. to be on a white toast. Yeah. That Probably is a Wonder that, Bread sitch. Yeah, that is the way that uh, we uh, ate the uh, the sandwich. Yes. Actually, a sandwich as opposed to a hot dog. Yes, and uh, and uh, that actually stemmed from and had to reveal this to Jen first after the last <laughs> podcast episode, uh, and then was confirmed by Mama Dillo on yes. Christmas Day that back in the eighties there was uh, the new Hollywood Squares, mm-hmm. the, quote unquote, the new Hollywood Squares. <laughs> That's right. the, the new Hollywood. I think it was called the new Hollywood Square. Uh-huh. And Joan Reverse was the center square. Sure. And it was, uh, the, I think, her first thing after her failed late night show on Fox. Oh, wow. Well. A I'm lot of Joan Rivers history here. <laughs> and uh, John Davidson was the host. Sure. Often, Betty White was on, and she, you know, because Betty White loves her game shows. And always. Still. Still, still. loves her game shows. Mm-hmm. Always. Our good and, friend Betty. We know. Uh, we talked we to know. her about it. <laughs> uh, and she usually occupied one of the corners. And uh, I, I said that she was preparing these sandwiches one day on, maybe she wasn't. I mean, she was at least talking about it, if not preparing them. <laughs> she had a whole table set up in front of her. <laughs> but perhaps preparing sandwiches for, for Joan and all the other squares. And uh, that is the origin of the fried bologna, peanut butter, and lettuce sandwich. Right. And only there there were many variations that uh, our good friends on Twitter commented, whether mm-hmm. it was ketchup or mayo, which mayo, we've done non-fried and not toasted, but not with the fried bologna. Um, you wouldn't catch me dead eating <laughs> fried bologna and mayo sandwich, never in a million years. Not even Miracle Whip. Can we make this sandwich... While washing it down with some Beverly as some sort of weird challenge. I don't know what you get for it, but if you have fried bologna, mayo, wash it down with Beverly, you win something. I don't know. I I think everyone (laughs) needs to start tweeting us their pictures of fried bologna, lettuce, and uh, peanut butter sandwiches. So you want everyone to have it the way we have it to see what they think. That's right. All right. Because our friend... Nightwatcher201 on Twitter came the closest because she had toasted peanut butter and jelly and lettuce. So she adds jelly to it, which was an interesting twist, I thought, but close. She's going to need to specify which jelly also. Right. All right. I I don't know which, would you do a grape or strawberry situation? I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do jelly. As if that's the weird part of the sandwich. What about mint butter? jelly? Mint, mint jelly. Ah, the mint jelly. You're going to have <laughs> drinks tonight. About my grandmother. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So a challenge for our listeners is to make some fried bologna on toast with peanut butter and iceberg lettuce. Make sure it hasn't had a recall or anything. No romaine. Happened. No romaine. And, you know, maybe you want to cut it. Do a little half cut. You know, don't do a whole... It's weird, just a whole sandwich. You got to do a little slice in the middle. You got to do the triangles. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can do that. Don't give me the, don't give me the rectangles. <laughs> do, do you want to take the crust off while you're at it, or you're right with the crust? I'm fine. I also found that <laughs> – we need to talk more about this bologna. I also <laughs> found that 
I would settle for the Oscar Mayer fried bologna. However, I think I prefer a thin slice deli fried bologna. Uh, see, I talked about this last week with my in-laws, and I said uh, nothing but Oscar Mayer bologna. I will not touch deli bologna. Like ever? Like even not no. fried? What? It's gotta. It's gotta be the slimy Oscar Mayer bologna. That's, That's it. That's insane. I don't want boar's head bologna when I like, can have Oscar Mayer bologna. No, at this point in my life, if I have bologna, no, it's only deli bologna. I don't go Oscar Mayer. Well, I understand your need for better health, but it <laughs> I'm is really your, watching what I is, eat now. It, it is your birthday month. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> uh, however, uh, no, no, it doesn't taste the same as Oscar Mayer bologna. No. That's right. And that's, that's my point. <laughs> like now, every once in a while, I enjoy because, you know, there's, there's plenty of bagel shops up here because we got the good bagels in New York. I say up here as if everyone lives in Disney listening, but <laughs> we have the good <laughs> bagel shops. I will sometimes get bologna and tomato, nothing else on a bagel. At a, at a bagel oh, that's place? My yeah. Bologna, uh, wait, bologna <laughs> and tomato. Yeah, that's On a it. plain bagel? I'll do plain. Sometimes I do sesame. Ooh, mm-hmm. poppy seed's good. Well, poppy seed, bologna, tomato. Nothing toasted, nothing fried, just as is. If I'm going to have a lunchtime sandwich on a bagel. Yeah. It's tuna fish on either a pumpernickel. A pumpernickel. Or, or a uh, onion bagel. That's it. Sure. The only thing that's going on a bagel at lunch these days. Right. All right. All right, it's a good talk. What are we talking oh, about? Really? Oh, yeah. What are we a Disney podcast? We don't know it anymore. <laughs> hey, we got a January giveaway though. We're gonna come right out of the gate, guns a blazing with so a exciting. January giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as as some of you may know, you can check it out in the archives. We went to see the Mickey's True Original exhibition in November. Yes, New York City through February. Um, and we are our Disney Visa card members. Mm-hmm. So we were able to obtain uh, some Mickey True Original lithographs. Yes. So for, let's, let's say, the next week or so. Sure. Uh, I mean, because I don't know when we're going to record the next episode. Let's call it a two-week period. All right. We'll call it a two-week period where uh, on iTunes, please write us. A lovely a review. glowing review. Uh, I, I just say a creative review. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm not skewing the positive. Right. This is creative. Right. And uh, we will choose one at random sure. and uh, send you one of our Mickey True Original exhibition lithographs courtesy of the Disney Visa card membership. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. You got two weeks to write us a review. Do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> We're nice people. You say, you could say that. That's right. So it's 2019. Brian. It's a new year. We've it already is. gone off on one too many tangents. So I we're right. We're what right. this episode is about at this point. We don't. It's uh, the, the resolutions. There's no resolutions about reducing the number of tangents we have. No, sure. no. Absolutely not. No. Take away who we are. So we're here just to kind of uh, talk about 2019 in general. There's mm-hmm. a kind of there's some news that's come up the past sure. week and and some things to revisit and discuss. Um, free dining. 
-hmm. Free dining is being offered at the Walt Disney World theme parks from July 5th until September 30th. It's not so much I want to discuss the particulars and how many days you got to stay and all of that. It's the idea of that it's during the summertime months and it's like the whole summer. It Mm -hmm. is, it is right after 4th of July, Mm -hmm. basically the busiest day besides New Year's Eve in the Disney theme parks Mm -hmm. until the end of September, which is at that point, mid food and wine festival. Right. I think I've mentioned once before that the rest of the year is more busy at this point than the summertime. And so I feel like this supports that idea that the summer at Walt Disney World, it's not as busy as it used to be. What are your thoughts? I don't know if I agree with that. No. I mean, uh, are we removing the holiday times? Holidays, I think, are definitely busier. Right. I think the summers are still pretty crazy. And it, maybe it just feels that way because it's so hot and disgusting weather-wise that it just feels like, people and heat and humidity. Yeah, I think the only thing I would have to say that supports it mainly is uh, I think international tourism is not what it once was in the mm-hmm. summertime. So I think you don't get as many of the large tour groups that you used to. Right. And that may create a different feeling and illusion as it were. But I do find that the free dining being offered during the summer months peculiar. Yeah. Like I could see the month of September into October. Well, and I did read somewhere that perhaps it was the precursor because Galaxy's Edge is opening at the end of the year that they didn't want to do it later because of that. That's an interesting theory. So I don't know if that's actually the reason or someone's just thought behind it or what it was, but... Or the reservations are just just that low for this particular summer because everyone is preparing to go in 2020 for Galaxy's Edge and not uh, this year at all. Right. I mean, because here's my thing with it is... I mean, I'm not in a position to be staying at a deluxe resort right now. I mean, mentally I am, not financially. Um, So I don't... I'm not in the place to be able to do that and have free dining offered. However, if I was, I think it would annoy me that I I was like, yeah, I'll do the free dining, but then I can't eat wherever I want. And that might be uh, hoity-toity of me or something. But like if the reservations aren't available Mm -hmm. and then you, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I, I, if I am like, okay, I'm going to stay in the Polynesian and great. I get free dining. Great. I want to have uh, an Ohana breakfast the first morning. Oh, no, it's not available. How about the next five days I'm there? Nope. All right. Well, that's one down. Now I want to go and have dinner over here. And oh, that's not available. You know, those things I think would be like, okay, well, is this really? Yeah. The dining plan uh-huh. is uh, very uh, stressful in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, as much as, yeah, you get to pay all the money up front and you don't have to worry about what the bills are going to look like. Right. Uh, the fear about not covering your costs right. or getting what you wanted is a little too much for me. Right. Uh, and it's also because there's so many ticket plans that are starting to come out now that I don't know how that all fits into the Disney dining plan. Uh, you know, these are why these travel planners, you know, well, yeah. are, are obviously a bonus at this point, because to me, there's two things. One, I didn't do the research to know if an annual pass holder gets this luxury. 
because it says you need the four, you got to buy a multi-park. Four-day parker, yeah, park right. upper. Mm-hmm. Right. So how does that apply to me, the annual pass holder? Maybe mm-hmm. our friend uh, Sarah Heine can yes. help us out mm-hmm. with that answer. Or yeah. uh, And, you know, the other thing is, too, they just came out with the the four parks in four days ticket. Right. You go to one park each of the four days. So mm-hmm. does that not apply? No, because the- I think it's not right. a four-day park hopper. So and I think that's... A bunch of BS. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you bring up, I mean, the travel planners, and we know a few at this point, and Sarah and Jocelyn. And, and I think that's, I mean, I'm sure that is one of the bigger parts of their job is as soon as that window opens for resort guests, they are there trying to make those reservations as soon as possible because you have the luxury of getting in earlier. So I guess maybe the whole idea that I just had of, well, what if I can't eat where I want? Poor me. Um, That kind of goes away because now you have someone kind of on it way more than I would be, quite honestly, if I was like, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I'll do the free diet. What? Oh, I waited too long. Now I can't eat where I want. You know, really, it's just my own fault. I sound very whiny. You know what? I don't know. I'm not being very positive in 2019. It's probably because it's my birthday month. <laughs> How the tables have turned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Theme um, yep. Thursday with Dillo's Diz. <sighs> End of illuminations on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the saddest. How sad are you that Illuminations is going away? I don't know. I'll give it a uh, uh, three to five. I feel indifferent. I feel indifferent about it. I feel more upset that they're going to do probably a really awesome nighttime spectacular and talk about all retro Epcot stuff and then take that away. Right. It's already the fear of the... uh, of the temporary replacement of yes. illuminations. I'm more, I'm more about just that the name of illuminations going away mm-hmm. than the show of illuminations. Right. Going away, uh, that they couldn't find a way to like illuminations colon new title subtitle. Right. Like the, the new frontier. Sure. Yeah. The new frontier. I don't know. All by myself. It's happening. The uh, the animal kingdom. We're going to talk a little. I'm going to be more positive. Here's a resolution oh, for you. I'm be more positive about the animal kingdom. I already know this is not going to go well. But uh, there's a whole festival of the Lion King 25th anniversary uh, situation. Details of which are loose at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, happening at the animal kingdom this season. You got the Lion King live action, quote unquote. CGI movie coming out. It's the actual animated movie's 25th anniversary. Old, 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 mm-hmm. old, old, old. Drink, drink, drink. Um, coming out. And so they're talking about all the the happenings that could be happening at the Animal Kingdom. Here's my, right? So I thought of this as I was reading a little bit about this today, was why didn't they start from this point? <laughs> like how high I went with that. Why? Why didn't they start with this place of really basing themselves in the Lion King when the Animal Kingdom opened? Now, Festival of Lion King is a great show. I saw it a while back. Mm-hmm. As as I as I posted, this is January second. I posted earlier today that ten years ago today, I was in the Animal Kingdom for the first time since two thousand and two. Mm-hmm. 
I think in 2002 is when I saw Festival of the Lion King. Um, it was a great show, but I, it wasn't there when it opened, I don't believe. So uh, why didn't they start from this place of, you know, Disney-fying it a little more with the Lion King? Let's, there's my beef right there. I think if we started from that Lion King place when the park opened, perhaps I would feel a little bit differently about the Animal Kingdom here today, hashtag AKHATA. When MGM opened, mm-hmm. was there a lot of Disney to it? Uh, <laughs> fair. It's a fair point. When, I, when Epcot opened, was there yeah, yeah. a lot of Disney right. to it? Right. I think the Disney stuff, what, what is it called? What is it called on the Twitterverse when they do this? They add, I don't know, people talk like about it. The IPs? The IPs, Intellectual yes. properties? Yes, when they add in the IPs everywhere. Um, I think that comes later. I think all, I, with the exception of Magic Kingdom, all the parks have kind of started off as like these individual ideas. Mm-hmm. And then they end up bringing in the Disney to it. So you love Epcot. You love MGM. You love them so much, you'd rather them be the way they were way back in the day mm-hmm. and however you're trying to act right now like oh maybe i'd like ak better if and i said better if it had started off more disney-esque psh. Mm. give you a psh. that's a that's a that's the best argument you've ever brought to this <laughs> podcast i'm done now i'm dropping my mic goodbye oh my goodness well this is Jen coming in hot in 2019. I, I'm so tired, and I think that's what it's doing. I think that's what's happening. Why? Have you had sick children in the past? No, time? no. Mm-hmm. Glorious, glorious winter break. Starting, starting next week, we're going to have some confusion when Jen is talking about her two-year-old, and I'm talking about my two-year-old yes. for the next four weeks. That's right. Lots of, lots of confusion to be. Yeah. The one my two, your two, your two, my two. Yeah. What? The one-year-old becomes a two-year-old. Yes. So the two-year-old becomes the three-year-old next month. <sighs> what is happening? Uh, these gondolas, they're going to open this yeah. year. What are, <laughs> no. no. I don't even know. Get out of here with that. <laughs> you tell, me, tell, tell me why. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a gondola. <laughs> is that you want to start there? That it's called the gondola? We can start yeah. there. Yeah. You don't want to call it a sky bucket? I don't care what it's called. I'm not going on it. You're never never going on it. No, 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 no. You're going to have to go on it. It is your duty as a Disney podcaster to have to partake in the gondola. You're going to take it to Caribbean Beach because you didn't want to go in November when we went. After we I didn't want to go. <laughs> Spread rumors. <laughs> um, is, 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 what is your problem is that they exist. You want to start there? Sure. We could start there. The fact that they're, they're yes. <laughs> the fact that they will be existing, I have a problem with. The fact that there's no AC, come at me. I have a problem with it. I, I have a problem with the eyesore of it. I just, no, I'm anti-gondola until you see me doing a selfie one day. But I don't know when that day will be. It's not going to be anytime soon. 
I think the the no AC is a non-issue, I think, in the long run, because, you know, it's not like the the cable cars, the sky buckets, whatever you want to call them. They didn't have AC in them when you went from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland. Oh, when you went from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland? <laughs> These things are taking you from to different locations around property. They're not taking you five minutes across a park. You don't think there's going to be uh, a traffic holdup like the monorails experience. You don't think there's going to be all these issues that pop up. Sure, they won't happen all the time, but come on. There'll be plenty of issues where it's going to take longer or it'll be hotter or whatever it is, or they'll break down sometimes. There's going to be issues with it. And I'm going to wait all those out before I even think about going on them. I'm going to wait out all the cakes. Get them out. <laughs> Uh, I didn't think you'd be the one ranting. That's right. This today. Um, Hashtag birthday month. The the eyesore is definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even. I don't even understand how there's how these things are around the park. I can't even. You pull into that the studio's parking lot, and I'm mm-mm. like, what? What am I looking at? Mm-mm. I compare it, and I think I may have told you this. I compare it to that Saved by the Bell episode. When they realized that there might be oil on the property of the school, so they wanted to put up all those towers, and they did that whole demonstration, and they had the school, the little, the little uh, diorama, if you will. Mm-hmm. They put up all the little things like, what about the trees? Oh, we're going to cut them down. And all you saw were all those towers all around. That's what Disney World looks like right now. And, you, and you're the duck that Zach Morris brings in at the end. I, I just Is that the same episode? Is that the same yeah. episode? Yeah, and I'm blanking on her name. Becky. Becky the duck. <laughs> and she's covered in oil, and they can't save her. I don't know why they didn't have Dawn soap, but they couldn't save her. And it was sad. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Dawn soap. <laughs> there goes our Dawn soap sponsorship uh, right out the window. Um, I, I support it. Look what it does in those commercials. I'm saying they should have had it in that episode. Lastly, but not leastly. And I say lastly because we're going to go for a while. Oh, I was going to say, are we actually wrapping up? No. Behind you uh, on your on your on your screen here, as I'm looking at your at your Zoom conference call, mm-hmm. is the new logo revealed yesterday for Disney's Hollywood Studios, hashtag always MGM, Mm -hmm. the 30th anniversary. Mm -hmm. Now, when I first saw the logo, Mm -hmm. I was excited that there was a 30th anniversary logo. I'm not going to lie. Right. And and I know that we're going to talk a lot about the studios, especially during these first five months Mm -hmm. of 2019 and beyond since Galaxy's Edge will be opening in December. Mm -hmm. And then... The logo stayed with me for a little bit, and I started to get a little more annoyed. Mm-hmm. So let's begin. <laughs> what I mean, I know this runaway railway railroad thing that's opening in the movie ride in May. It's Mickey and Minnie, and that's why they're in the middle of the zero of this logo. Mm-hmm. But why, with this animation, it drives me bonkers. Why? Mm-hmm. Why, do I, why do I have to look at it now all year long? <laughs> why? It's not, it's not Mickey Mouse. Give me, can you please get, I, I would take Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, Mickey Mouse, and that animation mm-hmm. 
over over what I'm looking at behind you right now on this logo. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Your thoughts on the logo before I continue? No, no. This is a, I don't know. This is a this is a promotion for the ride, and that's it. I don't even consider it a 30th anniversary logo. Get out of here with that. It's just a promotion for the ride. No. And the 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 neutral gray of the lettering and the 30 why is it gray why is it is it it's like that's star gray well maybe that's why it's, it's a subtle it's a subtle right. hint right uh I, I have a question for you is is hollywood studios are you uh, how dare you i'm Start sorry the question it's, again it's part of no it's part of the question i have <laughs> all right you want the name of the park to change from Hollywood Studios to something else, or do you want it to maintain Hollywood Studios? No, just keep it at this point. Unless you're changing it to MGM, or even better, hashtag always MGM, then I don't even want to see another name. No. Mm-hmm. No. Why do you? No, I do oh. not. I mm-hmm. just, I, I, I wondered if you did, would it have any uh, significant what kind of change would you find accepting of it? Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't want it to change. I don't like it. I don't call it Hollywood Studios. At best, I'll give it a studios. But I don't want a new name again. Like, leave it alone. Like, pick a name, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's bad enough it was changed already. I don't see Epcot or Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom changing. Animal Kingdom could use a name change. Yeah, probably AK. <laughs> Hater. Hater. Um, the Runaway Railway, are you excited for it existing? Or are you just annoyed about where yeah. it's going to be? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. With this is such a negative way to start the year. We're just doing a lot of ranting and a lot of complaining. <laughs> At this point, I'm just setting you up. <laughs> um, no because it'll be in the great movie ride. And I don't even know how I can go in there and be like, I'm just going to side eye it the whole time. Yeah. You can be and like, this is where this was. Right. I mean, I guess I'll have to go on it with the kids because they'll probably want to go on it. It'll probably be one of the rides in the studios we can go on, but no, I'm not excited about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, there's no excitement to it at all, uh, but at least you know it's not the sorcerer's hat. True. Yeah, we could have had that in the logo. We could have had right. that, you know, and that's I guess the question with my lettering too is I would have brought back like the phantasmic blue, mm-hmm. you know, like the fantasia blue, I should say, like the sorcerer's hat blue, right? Rather than the 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 gray. I mean, I know it's supposed to be silver, but I don't. I, you know who I would like to talk to about this logo is uh, our fact checker Meldale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The graphic design background uh-huh. and an illustrator that he is. I'd like to uh, hear what he thinks about this. I bet you, speaking of a rant, he could go off on quite a rant about this. Oh, you think he would rant or do you think he would rave? I think he would <laughs> rave about it. Well, now we have to have him on and see which path he chooses. Yeah, because I think he would talk about the cleanness, the cleanliness of it and its simplicity. And, you know, it's it's stylish with the, the silver gray. And the I don't know, I'm just making stuff up at this point. But Meldale, we challenge you to come on to the podcast to discuss this here logo. And choose wisely. Or if you want, Mel, make a little video and we'll put it up on our YouTube page. And you can just 
have a whole thing. That's true. We'll, we'll let you monologue and we'll yeah. put it up on the, on the Dillo's Diz YouTube page, which is available at lifeisbutatheme.com. You know, it would forward you. If you put in lifeisbutatheme.com, it will forward you to our YouTube page. Yeah. True statement. I look forward to it changing to youtube.com slash Dillo's Diz. That'd be day. nice. Someday. Then they have been uh, reintroducing, talking about, again, the wonderful world of animation, a nighttime projection celebration uh, covering 90 years of animation at the studios. And it's like the third, they got like three of them now. They got like the Star Wars projection show. They got like a movie magic thing that happens, projection right. show. And now they're going to add the wonderful world of animation projection show. Just give me yeah. the end of the great movie ride oh, and put it, put, it on, put it on the center yeah. and the two pillars on the side and have yeah. it be like the three movie screens at the end of the great movie ride and I will be fine. The original finale or the last finale you saw? Oh, not the last finale I saw. No, no, no. It's got to be the original. It's got to be the 1989 through, you know, 94 finale. Did it change in 94? No, I don't think so. I was just kind of ballparking it. Oh, I thought it changed a lot later. That's why I was. And of course, uh, as we... No, you have about 11 more months to visit Disney's Hollywood Studios before you can never get within two and a half miles of the park ever again Yeah, uh, with Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening, in theory, this December. Right. When will your four-year-old start getting into Star Wars more so that I can give him all my toys? <laughs> I need to clean out my storage space. Right. I was going to say, don't try to pawn off your stuff just because you need somewhere else to put it. Um, he's he's into the idea of it all. Mm-hmm. So he's like getting there. Like he, He's got the clothes. He's got pajamas. He's got he's clothes. got some stuff, yeah. Yeah, he's got clothes, pajamas. He like he has a BB-8 nightlight. He's got a BB-8 cup. He's got he. I gave him a. Uh, oh, I mean, Santa brought him a uh, Star Wars Masham, and you know, so he's like into it. He recognizes it. He'll say he wants to watch it, and he'll watch a little bit of it. And he's like, uh, I think I want to watch something else. And he, you know, so he's getting there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe by the time it opens, he might be there. Who knows? When he's five. <laughs> a five-year-old. By the way, it's your birthday month. Bam. Ugh, I just can't. <laughs> I'm not handling it well. You know, but the good news is, everybody, by December of 2019, uh, flight of passage wait times will be down to 90 <laughs> minutes. So, My so. goodness, those wait times this week were pretty crazy. Uh, right, I, and I think it's fun now that we're a little more... First of all, we have 1,500 followers. What? Know, which is crazy. That's crazy. But it's fun to now learn that, you know, just like we do around the holidays and the family gatherings, there's other people out there doing the same thing and staying at home and checking the wait times of Flight of Passage and the Triple Mountain Whammy and things like that and taking screenshots and posting them on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah, I know. It it saves a little time. Especially my Disney experience, my personal one, has been dropping on my phone for since I was there at the beginning of December. I think you need a new phone. I think that's what it is. I don't want to get a no phone. It's really old. It's like older than you. No, it's three and a half years old. The jitterbug is not cool. You need a better <laughs> phone. <laughs> uh, 
Um. Anyway, Jitterbug yeah. is very cool, actually. There's going to be a lot of stuff that happens regarding the... Uh, there's going to be changes in addition right. to the 30th anniversary here. You're going to see decisions made about Muppet Vision and Star Tours. That's mm-hmm. usually my prediction for the new year. And I wouldn't save the Muppets. And yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised because they keep saying that the new Indiana Jones movie's coming out in 2020, I think, if we get a little more Indiana Jones news this year with regards to the park. I'm just gonna throw that out. That's my prediction. We got we got a little got a little resolutions, we got a little predictions. We got the whole thing. I mean what you want is just the park laid out like you have it in your head. So you think as you put out these predictions, perhaps it'll happen the way you picture it. (laughs) And for those of you just joining us for the first time, (laughs) here is that prediction. Uh, Old Hollywood at the front, right? 1940s Hollywood remains the same. If you shift to the left, that segues nicely into the Indiana Jones era. So you have a whole Indiana Jones section into a Muppet section. We'll get take out Star Tour. So then you got Galaxy's Edge. So now it goes Indiana Jones, Muppets, Star Tour, Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. Uh, we go into the Pixar when the whole Incredibles uh, city section opens up this year, and then into Toy Story Land. Going to crowbar in a little Disney Junior, crowbar in a little Marvel, a little bit where Rock and Roller Coaster is. We're going to do a little thing in that area, mm-hmm. and Tower of Terror restarts the whole old Hollywood thing. So don't touch Sunset Boulevard down mm-hmm. to Tower of Terror. Do whatever you want with. Uh, the rock and roller coaster area. Right. Just got to figure out the, the flow over there as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and then you keep it the name Hollywood studio. So I can still call it hashtag always MGM. Mm-hmm. Now, lastly, as regards to, I said, lastly, before we said this, yeah. mm-hmm. but now it's really lastly for real this time, guys, For real it's it's happening. Really happening. This is it. Um, with regards to the 30th (laughs) anniversary of Disney's Hollywood Studios, it will also be the 30th anniversary of Disney Channel's all-new Mickey Mouse Club. Who is more excited than you? Uh, I could be the most excited. I'm going to say yeah. (laughs) But um, there's a whole reunion thing happening in Orlando in May. There is... uh, a lot of a lot of buzz right about it and a lot, you know because a lot of famous people came out of it christina aguilera britney spears Justin Timberlake. we need we don't need to gosling came out of it so you know we don't need to go through the whole thing mm-hmm. they were all part of the later years where maybe you watched more than i watched sure he did uh-huh oh i didn't watch i didn't watch five six seven seasons five six seven all right but you dabbled enough it's because it changed it because it changed and you were holding on to the party and the rest of the crew right so i'm clearly seasons one through three with mostly season four right um so one of the things that we discussed yeah uh is expanding out to youtube Mm -hmm. here and potentially uh sitting down and we have a couple of vhs tapes Mm mm-hmm and uh, they have a lot of episodes of the all-new Mickey Mouse Club on it. Right. And I think one of the things that uh, we should do leading up to the 30th anniversary this May, the end of May, mm-hmm. is uh, sit down and watch some episodes, yeah. one episode at a time, and discuss, you know, 
the, the people, uh, the Musketeers, as it were, right. the bits that they did, the the, the 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 little movies that were on in the middle, you know, the guest stars that were on, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and kind of do that as additional YouTube content in addition to the podcast, Theme Park Thursday, us. Right. Uh, however, you know, there's some copyright things involved. How much sound can you really play? How much video can you really show? Can we just take a lot of screenshots and put them all rapid fire in a slideshow? <laughs> I think you could probably put it up. No, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. I've been I've been trying to do a lot of research with this, so I'm going to put it out there to the Disney Twitter right. universe. I think, regardless, we probably can pull off a half an hour just talking about it and, like, you know, Shows. providing providing some imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing the whole, I mean, could it be on in the background as well? You know, and we have the green screen. We, you know, I think we can fudge some things. Sure. But, you know, I don't want to get sued and I don't want to get arrested. And uh, I wouldn't do well in jail. No. And, uh, no. No. And, uh, but I do want to find a way to celebrate uh, the all new Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and their 30th anniversary, since it coincides with the studio's 30th anniversary, mm-hmm. and uh, and discuss that. Your thoughts? Uh, I'm all in, and I believe the Diz Twitter community would support us as well, since I put out that poll mm-hmm. asking what we should do in 2019 without discussing it with you first, and uh, just making things up. And one of them was expanding to vlogs, and people were on board with it. That was the winner. So they might be into this. And I'm sure there are other MMC nerds like ourselves that would be into it as well. Yeah. And so I think we'll, you know, once we catalog what we have, which episodes we're going to talk about, uh, at least prepare ourselves so that we're not just like surprised watching and we can't really give any additional information in case it's just us talking. Right. Uh, I would hope to start that sometime in February mm-hmm. and do like three months worth of episodes leading up to uh, the official 30th anniversary in May. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, look for your feedback there here on the Diz Twitter. Yes. The next week or so and talk a little bit about it next week. Yeah. There's Do, a lot of the homework assignments for our followers. Listen, we, we need to be uh, engaged on the social media. <laughs> and and we figure the way to do that is to make other people engage us because we're so bad at the first mm-hmm. offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would just like to review. So we need everyone to try our f- fried bologna sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Take and a picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fried bologna, peanut butter, iceberg lettuce. On toasted white bread. Correct. Next, uh, in order to win a prize, you have to write a glowing review. You don't have to, but you probably want to. Write a glowing review of us on the iTunes. Yeah, that's a lithograph from the Mickey's True Original Exhibition. Yes. That is the prize. Yes. Also, you need to provide us feedback on your MMC nerd level something. I don't know. <laughs> level of nerdism when it comes to MMC and you know what what you want to see us talk about when it comes to the Mickey Mouse Club during this 30th anniversary hoopla correct so three right. things that's not bad oh, all right yeah. I thought we had more sounded like more but it's just yeah. three all right 
All right. Well, you appreciate you. I, I, I think everyone probably noticed my shift in tones throughout this episode <laughs> as the two-year-old, soon to be a three-year-old, is having uh, some uh, molar issues here uh, this evening. So causing me to keep my voice at different levels of volume throughout uh, this episode. Radio Frank. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. Also trying to stifle a cough this whole time. <laughs> Uh, next week, do we have a topic or a subject? No, but do we ever? Even <laughs> when we pretend like we do, we don't really. I really thought a lot of this episode was going to be reflection about our trip at this time last year when we were visiting. Right? We haven't talked about that at all. What? No, I don't. What is this episode? We were in Walt Disney World <laughs> last January 1st through the 8th last year, something like that, right? Yeah. We didn't even touch on that, so maybe we'll bring that back next week. This time... This is Wednesday. Today, last year, we were eating breakfast at Crystal Palace, spending the day at MK, eating dinner at Kona, going back to MK. Ugh, so much better than today. The pediatrician mm-hmm. at 8 a.m. That's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> Especially when next week will be one week closer to Jen's birthday. Mm-hmm. Until that time... This is Theme Park Thursday with Dillos Diz. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dillos Diz. Dillos with an S. Diz with a Z. That's Jen. I'm Frank. Bye-bye. Deuces. Theme Park Thursday with Dillos Diz. Featuring Jen Cardillo Snyder and Frank Cardillo. The Dillos Diz fact checker is Mel Dale. Theme composed by Matt Harvey. Intro and outro music performed by Lindsay Zarugian. You can give Dillo's Diz a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dillo's Diz. You can follow Dillo's Diz on Twitter and Instagram, Dillo's with an S, Diz with a Z. And you can go to Dillo'sDiz.com for throwbacks, archives, and tomorrow's blog, Dillo'sDiz.com.